0: Training camp is on on the 49ers hit the field for their first practice of 2023 camp. What are the takeaways Kyle Shanahan talking about his quarterbacks? All that and more coming up on today's Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker on the socials. Hit us up on the YouTube comments as well. Make sure you are subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is what we do, and we are off and running now a training camp, and there's going to be news every single day all the way through, hopefully February for the San Francisco 49ers on various football fields. and. Croc, uh, a ton to take away. I think from day one, and of course, we're going to reference some stats. I, I don't think the stats are important. There's going to be box scores out there for training camp. That's not what I is. hate the stats, but it's the context. And it's just not realistic because it's, the context it's not with the stats that matters.
1: It, there's no context with it, and I don't think the coaches even care, right? Like uh, Allen, the 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 fourth string, third string quarterback, whatever he is, he went like I mean he had from a completion percentage standpoint or whatever. It was terrible. But I think Kyle, what he's more interested in is how he got to where he was trying to throw. We talked about that with Brock Purdy last year. I didn't see anything special at all about Brock Purdy. I didn't think anything of Brock Purdy in training camp at all. And I bet, as Eric Crocker sitting there, not thinking anything of whatever he's seen from Brock Purdy, and doesn't matter, completion percent, whatever, Kyle Shanahan is probably looking at it like, man, I really like the way he got to this third read. And mm-hmm. I really like how he threw that. Okay, just lead it a little bit more. Or, oh, that receiver should have caught the ball. So you know, I know I'm going on a rant here about the stats because I played football, and that was something we never paid attention to in practice. Never. I, I've never I, – I can't recall – coach. Mm-hmm. hey, man, uh, you gave up three catches today in practice. You know, they, they threw five passes at you, gave up three. Like, no, all it is is how did you give up this catch – where you re- playing the right coverage? Hey, I need you to do this. Hey, next time, do like that's how they coach it up. So I know I'm going on a rant here, but I know like that's the basis of a lot of what I'm seeing on social media with it, and in my football world that I've been in, that was never something like, especially to the point of emphasis as we see on social media. But I know we gotta talk about it, so let's let's do it.
0: Well, you know, I, I want to go back in time a little bit, really quick, Croc, because it's interesting you said that about keeping stats in camp, and um, there's one stat that I know. That you have kept for a decade, and that is one interception off of Seattle Seahawks now starting quarterback Geno Smith in New York Jets training camp. So,
1: and you know what the crazy thing yeah. is, he threw the interception to me right. And if there were if there were media members there, if there were fans there, they'd be like, oh Eric Crocker got an interception. And do you know what my coach said? Why the hell were you in the flats right there? You were supposed to be outside shoulder up the field on this guy. But social media, Eric Crocker got an interception.
0: Eric Crocker making plays in camp. Might have a beeline for that 53rd spot on the roster for the New York Jets. Clearly he did not. (laughs) I love it, it, man. It's awesome. Uh, According to, let's go to Matt Barrows, one of my favorites, friend of the program. Uh, We got to have him on soon to talk training camp. I haven't talked to Matt Barrows in a while. Uh, Trey Lance, first quarterback to take first team reps for the San Francisco 49ers, as expected, just as it was in OTAs. Though Sam Darnold did get a few uh, late in the session with the ones. Brandon Allen took all of the number three reps in practice. And in those 11-on-11 11 11 situations, according to Matt Barrows, I've seen some, uh, some conflicting box score stats here from, from training camp. Trey Lance, only one ball hit the ground. He was four of five or five of six. Passing, depending on uh, whose stats you're looking at, I'm going to go with Matt Barrows, four of five. Sam Darnold, two of four, with a clear drop from Jordan Mason, and then Brandon Allen uh, attempted a couple passes. Not, not, not much happening in OTAs. He was one of two throwing, um, and that was just in the 11 on 11s teamwork. And um, according to Kyle Shanahan afterward, he was, you know, it was it was a lot like the same stuff they went through day one of OTAs, going through some things, making sure making sure guys didn't get worse while they were gone, is the way Kyle Shanahan put it.
1: I I heard some, you know, I listened to my guy Grant Cohn and some of the things that he said about uh the quarterback Allen afterwards, right? And I thought he made a great point when he's like, you know, Kyle Shanahan has trying to find reps for Allen. He's like, all you should be thinking about is one, obviously, like, you know, you have your QB one with Brock Purdy, but outside of that, it should be the focal point should be on Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. And whatever competition that they're having right now, so forget those reps for Allen for a
0: second. Well, look, Allen, Allen might make the team. It might very well be that Allen's the number three, and they're making sure that he's worth that. Because who was the last guy on the on the roster at quarterback last year? It was Brock Purdy, and they needed him. And it turned out turned out it was it was necessary. Every single rep he got, whenever he got him, um, you don't want to throw a guy away. And he might be your number three if at the end of camp you got four guys healthy because all four of them aren't going to make camp. And I don't know if any of them are going to get back to the practice squad. And I'm, I'm sure they believe that Brandon Allen would not get back to the practice squad. So they need to know what they have in Brandon Allen. And potentially that means Trey Lance or Sam Darnold gets traded before the season starts. So there's a lot to work through, I think, in that regard. But what I think about Kroc as it pertains to the fourth quarterback, who was the third today on Thursday, he will he will be the fourth. When Brock Purdy's back. Now you have even fewer reps to go around for everybody. So is somebody just not going to get any reps on those days? That's what's going to be interesting to me is how they divvy up reps when Brock Purdy is there.
1: I I don't anticipate Allen getting much.
0: Oh, uh, I think Croc it's, froze on us here. Oh, you back? Oh, okay, I hear you now. I don't see. You. I hear you though.
1: All right. Let's say if he does is potentially going to make the team and. The QB2 battle is actually for who's actually going to make the roster or whatever. That's a nice little day, man. Training camp, you don't really have to throw, you know, you kind of got to pay attention, uh, listen to whatever's going on in your headset, and uh, kind of get to Now he's not making money like that, right? This is the part people don't understand, okay? NFL quarterback, yes, but he's on the contract, you don't get paid until you actually play games. So, right now, he's just getting his training camp stipend for a veteran. This, let's see, is about uh, what? eight years after I played, or, or 10 years almost since I played, I would guess that veteran stipend for training camp is probably around $3,500 a week. So he is getting that, but you know it's not guaranteed or anything like that past that. So you, you, you want to get work, but he's kind of chilling. He gets to chilling and, and make a little money for the day.
0: And if he's not getting an opportunity to even compete to make a roster spot... Then Brandon Allen might be the guy. People are talking about, all oh, Trey Lance should, uh, should request a trade." Brandon Allen might be the guy. Who's like, hey, look, I was the number two to Joe Burrow last year. I'm not going to be the number four to these dudes that don't have a season of football combined. Uh, get me out of here to a team I can I can make a roster with and collect a real paycheck. So there, there might be a little bit of that there. And, and for the 49ers, we're talking salaries here. It'd benefit the 49ers a lot more to get one of the bigger salaries off of the roster and keep the the guy who's making the lease, which is Brandon Allen, if he's the number three. So they got to make sure they like him enough for that. So he does need to get some reps. But when all four guys are there, there's not enough to go around, especially when you got a big-time battle going on, probably for the number two, and you still got to make sure Brock's the guy at number one and knock that rust off there as well.
1: How how do you – I don't know how to word this without it sounding weird, but you're saying you have to make sure that Brock is the number one. I mean, when you listen to Kyle on Kyle Comedy Show, and I know well we'll talk about that in the, in the last segment, but he's the guy. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait to so, talk
0: about my. Okay, yeah, no, no. So more on the quarterbacks, uh, more on uh, other reports from other, there are other players on the football team, by the way, uh, aside from the quarterback position notes from uh, all who were in attendance. We were not. So we're going to just go by the eyewitness reports from training camp. Day one, first training camp, Practice and what Kyle Shanahan said about his quarterbacks with Tim Kawakami of The Athletic. Next. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed fits on your roster. So with draft prep underway, for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And if you are maybe not keen on taking a running back round one and two, you're at the turn. What about going with a couple of the best throwers and catchers in the NFL like Devontae Adams and Patrick Mahomes at the uh, the 12 and 13 turn, right? If you're in a 12-team league, that first, second round, back-to-back picks, and you'll be guaranteed two of the, Surest performers by going with all AFC West with the Raiders there uh, and wide receiver Devontae Adams and Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Adams has proved he remains reliable as a top selection, even in Las Vegas and even with Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, uh, while Mahomes will again operate with both the highest floor and ceiling among the standout luxury options at his position with ebay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly air filters brakes batteries tail lights alternators shocks struts you name it ebay motors has it and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because ebay guaranteed fit helps you understand exactly what part your vehicle needs the first time so go forth switch gears crank the ac and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up with eBay guaranteed fit, everything your vehicle needs is just a click away for the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle. Just look for the green check, get the right parts, the right fit and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to us customers, eligible items only exclusions apply. So Croc, uh, what were your big takeaways? Let's let, let's talk a little bit about the quarterbacks and some other positions there. What were your big takeaways from all the reports from training camp practice, Number one, I think you referenced um, a certain report about if you didn't know, was it Lombardi that that put it this way? It was, it was uh, my guy Haberman. Haberman, I said
1: my guy Haberman, but Guy Haberman.
0: (laughs) Everybody's Guy Haberman.
1: I know. I was was, like, I was, you know, I was going to say like my guy. He could have been my guy Peacock, but his name is actually Guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Love Guy. Love Guy Haberman. Uh, Shout out to Haberman. And so, how did he put it?
1: So the way that he referenced, and I, and I love listening to, to Haberman. He does an excellent job, whether he's talking Pac-12 football or 49ers as well, and gives a very fair, uh, even analysis on, on what he's seen, has a good eye for this stuff. But he said, if you didn't know anything, right, if you're just somebody walking out to the football field and you don't know who is who or what's going on, you just watch the quarterbacks, number five look like QB1. Like, he just looked like a QB1. Obviously, you see him, he, you know, he's, like this big guy, looks athletic, uh, you know, the way he's throwing the ball, the way he's carrying himself. He said that he this was as confident as he's ever seen him uh, in times, you know, in the past. He's seen a guy that has been more, uh, I don't want to use the word timid. That That's not the word he used, but, you know, just like not 100% sure of himself, but was extremely decisive today. And just the way he carried himself, it was that of a guy that was QB1. Now, I don't care to see how he carries himself with Brock Purdy on the field at the same time as him. Does he still carry himself like in that way? Or is it like, okay, now I got to follow the leader. But I think that that's for a guy right now that's still trying to, you know, find his way, uh, still very youthful uh, in this NFL because of injuries that he's had. I think that's very encouraging for him to carry himself that way. Maybe it has something to do with some of the offseason work that he's put in.
0: Yeah, a lot of work, uh, a lot of work on everything for for Trey Lance and um, getting the first team reps. And, and I get what Haram is saying, too, because not only, you know, did he, did he, by all reports, was throwing the ball very well, but, you know, you're 6'4", 225. You are the one that gets out there and gets the first reps with the first team. Um, and I love the reports of the way he's carrying himself. And a little more confidence, because that's part of it too. Like it, it, it all goes together when you're the guy, when you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. And, and that will be fascinating to see what the reports are once Brock Purdy is back and if uh if Trey Lance can build some momentum and put a few good practices together. But you know, if you didn't know if you didn't know anything about the team, it would be pretty obvious that he's the He would be it would be pretty obvious that on that day at least he is QB1,
1: right? And and that could change from day to day. But the other thing that he said, which was very interesting, is it was very obvious that number 14 was not QB1. And we've been hearing a lot, you know, of different things through the media about Sam Darnold, he's the guy that's the QB2 guy. And Haberman has been very steady with his analysis on this, with even from OTAs, he was like, you know, OTAs, he might give a slight edge to. Trey Lance, but he didn't see any guy like separate themselves, but he didn't come away with like, Oh, this is just clear cut. The number two guy, Sam Darnold. And then his today was just more kind of reassurance that he's out there. Like it does not like where these guys getting this from. And maybe they're getting it from Kyle Shanahan and these guys are hearing it from somewhere. But that's just not matching with what he's seeing. I can't wait till Sunday because we'll be out there Sunday. And I'll also be out there on the third. Anybody got extra tickets, holler at your boy. But uh, we'll be out there Sunday. I'll be out there on the third as well. I I want to see Sam Darnold. I want to see Trent Lance. What do they look like on the field together? And Brock Purdy, too. What, what does Purdy look like on the field with these guys? Because uh, that I test on what it looks like. Everyone, you know, me, you, fans, people in their cars right now commuting to work, <laughs> They know what talent looks like. They, they know what that part of it looks like. So uh, what does it look like between Sam Darnold and Trey Lance more specifically? Because, again, the reports are overwhelming Sam Darnold is QB2. I mean, Kai is like, that is not, that's not really what I'm seeing.
0: Yeah, it's it, uh, it doesn't match up at all. It, not, not even from just a, a performance standpoint, what we know about all these players. It, it, everything that's happening in the building it points to Trey Lance, everything that the team says publicly, Trey Lance has taken the first reps in OTAs. He's taken the first reps now in training camp. Um, Like uh, there's no evidence that Sam Darnold would be at all ahead. And how do you get a, I mean, Cal Shannon talked about how important the preseason games are going to be. How do you get ahead in just a few spring practices that are barely full speed, no pads on you're in shorts. How, How would anything even change then anyway? Right? So at the very minimum, they're tied with Trey Lance getting the first crack, right? And I don't know how anything could possibly be different from that based on what happened in the OTAs and, and based on one day so far in training camp practice. So that never added up, and it, 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 I think it's just a big game of telephone from, from national reporters, to be honest with you, just because they signed Sam Darnold early in, uh, early in free agency. And Kyle Shanahan referenced that and, and why he, what, where he how he feels about his quarterbacks and how he felt about his quarterbacks going into free agency with Kim Kawakami. Of the athletics So we'll get into that next. Uh, I was just thinking, though, when you mentioned being there Sunday, croc, have we done the math yet? Is that going to be one of Brock Purdy's off days?
1: I I have tried to do the math, but I think Kyle does things a little different. Does he do three days on, one day off? Or four days on, one day off? On? Because I know when I was with the Jets, it was four days on, one day off. But I feel like Kyle does it a little different.
0: I don't think it is four days on, one day off, but I could be wrong, and I don't have the training camp scheduled in front of me right now.
1: Dude, so that's going to kind of throw off our, our, our math on on, on Purdy <laughs> practicing,
0: Purdy, on Purdy watch. Oh, man. Um, one of the big plays from practice that everyone was raving about was Fred Warner, stride for stride with Debo Samuel, down the field, breaking up a pass as if he's a DB. So uh, in, in one aspect, you love hearing that. About your linebacker, but you're going good on good. You want to, you want Debo to get separation, not only against DBs but linebackers too. This was one of those plays where
1: I wish I was there to see it because mm-hmm. did Fred Warner catch Debo who was running from across the field? And, and what I mean by catch him, it's I'm kind of in my spot, he's entering my area, and now I just have to kind of run with him from there. Or is it like Debo is in the slot, Fred Warner's in the slot, and Fred Warner from the from you know the the start of the rep was man to man on Debo Samuel running across the field with him. I don't think that's necessarily how it happened, but obviously, I mean we know what Fred Warner is, and he's pretty unique with his size and athleticism to have a linebacker that six three six four out there with his coverage ability. uh you you want to knock a receiver for not being able to just run by or beat a linebacker, but I think when it's Fred Warner, you might kind of give the receiver a little bit of slack there.
0: Uh, to Sam Darnold's credit, one of uh, his incompletions was a drop by running back Jordan Mason. Uh, running backs guys got to catch the ball out there. Um, uh, anything else stand out to you before we talk about what we heard from Kyle Shanahan on uh, the Tim Kawakami show? Uh, anything stand out from training camp day one to you, Christ?
1: Yeah, well, I want to go back to that Fred Warner play because, again, the what I got from it, like what I heard, the, the breakdown of it, was something I'm looking for from my quarterback, whether it's Trey Lance or Brock Purdy or any of those guys. And we talk a lot about, you know, again, I got this from Haberman as well, a, above replacement throws, where it's like a throw that your replacement quarterback probably won't make this throw. And I really like that Trey Lance attempted it. I'm going to get called a. Trey Lance fanboy in the comments. I saw that yesterday. But uh, I really like that Trey Lance attempted this throw to get it over the outstretched hands of Fred Warner. Now, it depends on who you talk to on the outcome of that play, but I trust my guy, Guy Haberman, and he said, man, the ball, you couldn't throw it any better over the linebacker, and then it ended up going off of Debo Samuel's hand, but extremely tight coverage from Fred Warner. That was Trey's only...
0: So the coverage was there, but it wasn't a a PBU. He was just in good position, but Lance might've actually got the ball into Debo over the line. He
1: got the ball over
0: Warner's hand
1: and it hit off of Debo's hand. It it was one of those throws where, and that's like a layer throw. We talk about wanting your guy to throw with touch. Right. And that's an, that's an extremely difficult throw. Like this isn't a guy running wide open. This is, I have to be perfect with this because if I'm not, this ball gets tipped in the air and we all know tips and overthrows, interceptions, all right? But it went right over his outstretched hand and hit off the hand of Debo, which it would have been a tough catch for him, but he threw it in the only place that he could catch. So, again, when we're talking about and that was that was Trey's only incompletion of team, but when we're talking about the development of a quarterback and why you spend a lot on a guy, it's because you want him to attempt those type of throws and make those type of throws. Now you want him to make the layups, and he has to improve on those, but I know people don't care as much to hear about the progression of Trey Lance right now because you do have Brock Purdy, and that's excellent. But there's still a guy that's developing and continuing to kind of try to build confidence within himself. And I would say attempting those type of throws shows the type of confidence that he's starting to have. And and that's good for him. That's good for the team, uh, even if he's the backup quarterback. So that was very encouraging for him, for me to hear that he attempted that type of pass.
0: So Trey Lance's only incompletion of day one, practice one of camp was a dime, as the kids would say, and was potentially even a throw that maybe some other quarterbacks on the roster couldn't make.
1: Right. And uh, his only incompletion in team, he did throw some incompletions in seven So seven. Yeah, yeah.
0: OK. Exactly. Uh, next, Kyle Shanahan, some interesting comments to Tim Kawakami of that athletic about how everything came together with his current group. Next. Thanks once again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you are subscribed up on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Okay, so uh, a lot was said by Kyle Shanahan to Tim Kawakami on the the TK Show podcast. And um a few things, a few things that stood out to me and croc. I want to get your opinion on some of these things and uh, one of the big ones was that Philip Rivers was nearly a San Francisco 49er <laughs> last year, late in the year, which would have been a very interesting one. And, and how crazy would that have been with all of a sudden, instead of Josh Johnson, it's Philip Rivers trotting onto the field in the NFC championship game? Wow. I think you probably would have been a little more confident with the outcome of that, <laughs> right? Or, like, w- was this a situation where we don't see, we? with this, the Brock Purdy thing never happens? Because the Niners were reaching out to veterans. When Jimmy G got hurt, I wonder if maybe that could have happened quick enough to where, oh, are we going to see Brock Purdy a little bit? Oh no, let's let's go straight to a veteran quarterback if they would have signed somebody.
1: Probably, I feel like I heard that they reached out to one other veteran as well. Uh, I
0: think from from what I understand, they they talked to Drew Brees, yeah. they talked to Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, depending <laughs> yeah, on yeah, Ben G- is
1: who I was thinking about.
0: Ben said it himself, I think, and in Philip Rivers now. So there we go
1: gosh and all those guys are
0: like shot it would have been really good to have philip rivers say on the roster in the nfc championship game right but oh man i wouldn't trade brock purdy's play at the end of the year for any of those guys i mean thank god they didn't sign any of those guys then and 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 we didn't get to see the whole brock purdy experience last year
1: Drew Brees could barely throw it out by the time he retired. Ben mm-hmm. Roethlisberger was the reason why Ray, Ray McLeod averaged three yards per reception and right. literally averaged three yards per yeah. reception. <laughs> and Philip Rivers, yeah, he, he was done too. I mean, those guys were shot. No, no chance.
0: I'm, I'm going to go back to 2021 Kyle talking about the, the draft process that led to Trey Lance. Um, and, and, you know, he said for a ro- it was a roster building move having a, a quarterback, it was a really good quarterback on a rookie contract. And that's why they, they went up to go get their guy. Um, and he's, this what I don't buy it. Like, there's the, I don't buy this one at all from Kyle Shanahan. I don't know what his intel is and how the draft could have gone. And the draft can be kind of crazy sometimes. And one domino changes everything, right? He still thinks that even though Mac Jones went 15, he still thinks that none of the quarterbacks would have been available for the 49ers at 12. And that's taking one of the teams out of it, the 49ers, that drafted a quarterback in the top eleven.
1: Yeah. And he it's said not- there's three
0: other teams, because then Kyle Kami asked, oh, so Patriots would have moved up in front of you. And and he said there was three other teams Kyle did. He didn't name those teams though.
1: He might have bad intel.
0: Well, the Bears are one of them because the Bears did go up to 11. They yeah, got it- their Fields. It- why was why didn't New England s- still go up and get Mac if that was the case? That's my question.
1: Right. Nah, not happening.
0: He was the last one, last one left.
1: Likely would have had two quarterbacks available for him. Two out of those three between yeah. Mac fields and Trey Lance.
0: Um, Talking about, he clearly loves Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is, is QB one right now for, for a reason loves what he saw. And, and, and basically he kind of reiterated what we talked about with, um with Trey Lance. And if Brock Purdy, if we never saw Brock Purdy this preseason, train Lance can't compete with what Brock Purdy did in those eight games down the stretch, right? Um, in, in the regular season and in the playoffs. And, and so that's why he's the guy. That's why Brock Purdy right now is the guy. But he also said, because Kyle keeps doing this, he, he doesn't say it's over, it's done, it is. And look, this isn't me trying to, um, I love Brock Purdy. If Brock Purdy's the guy, he's the guy let's go as the, the best quarterback play we've seen for Kyle Shanahan's 49ers was Brock Purdy's run last off last uh, to end last season. This is because it's a Rorschach test. We talked about it uh, yesterday, a little bit crock. We, we um, I know you, uh, you sent some stuff on social recently and it's just like, there, there's it's madness out there. You say one good thing about somebody that means you're tearing down somebody else. That's not the case at all. It's just the unknown with Trey is, is the biggest thing for us. It's like, there's all this talent. There's the unknown. You went up to get them. Let, let's see that. It, it's kind of some of the things we're talking about, but uh, I love that Brock is back. Cause he gets to play and he can just, he can just silence all of that. And everyone will see it. And be like, Oh yeah. Brock's the guy. Trey, you're number That's two. Sorry, right. Or we're field, field offers, whatever it is, you know? Um but but even Shanahan, he'll say something like that about Brock, and he's like, that's why he's the guy because those games, and like that means everything. And then he's like, but Trey and Sam have the ability to do that too. And he'll, he'll say that afterwards. He'll be like, well, what are you saying, dude? And then he'll and he says, after all this, you're like, oh, he, man, Brock's QB one. There's no shot for anybody, you know. And then and then he'll say, I, I still don't know what the right answer is, but Brock showed it on tape.
1: <laughs> Which is it? He showed him in the film or you still don't know? He showed him. I think he's fairly confident that Brock Purdy is his quarterback. I think Kyle does like a lot of people. You know, you kind of leave that room for error, right? Hey, maybe Brock comes back and if he's throwing picks left and right in practice, you're like, oh, okay. uh, Well, I told y'all there was a chance that one of these other guys could. Start, right? You know, like, you have to kind of cover your tracks a little bit. So I think he's extremely confident, 99%. Sure, Brock Purdy is his QB1 based off of what he's seen him do in games, the level in which he played at most of the time, winning multiple playoff games, having to go on the road to Seattle and, and, and come out with a victory. I mean, you know, have to really duel it out with Jared Stidham against the Raiders in Las Vegas where all of a sudden it's a tight game and, you know, okay, and Brock comes down and he makes sure that the 49ers win that game. So you've seen everything, but it's like, okay, you know, can he continue to do it? I don't think you can go all in like he's, uh, you know, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow and how those guys think about their quarterback. But you know that, hey, th- this guy that we have on the center right now, he's definitely trending in the right direction. I love a lot of stuff they put on film. But you know, I I have to just see it. You know, okay, let's see it again. Like let's see it. Let's see him continue to do those yeah. things. And Kyle's probably uh like a bruised and, and battered person. I mean, what he's been going through. Everything. Quarterback quarterback right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, so if anybody's gonna be a little like a little shy, a little gun shy to just say, oh, this is it. It's going to be Kyle because look what he's had to go through every year, every offseason since he's been the 49ers head coach. So I understand it. I think there's a very slim chance that anybody other than Brock Purdy is QB1 uh, against Pittsburgh week one. The only way that it's somebody else is if Trey Lance balls out and Brock Purdy is terrible or Trey Lance and Brock Purdy are terrible and Sam Donald balls out which I just don't see Brock Purdy being terrible. I just don't see it. So, uh, And I don't think Kyle sees it either. So, barring anything like that or an injury, knock on wood, uh, that's going to be your QB1. It is going to be extremely difficult, and he said it, it's going to be extremely difficult for any of these guys to unseat him as QB1 because I saw this guy playing games, and he did a lot of things that I really want my quarterback to do.
0: Yep. Um, or the injury would be the only other way. Right. Right. Because even if Brock is just good and Trey's amazing, that's not going to be enough.
1: No, because it's not in games. Yeah. Even preseason, like even the, the preseason games, uh, it's not because you're still not like situational football. It's not like you get to watch him for a whole game, and he's throwing touchdowns, doing this. You get into a flow, you know. You get to see how he responds to certain adversities, and then a game-winning drive. You know, it's not like you 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 won't get that. So,
0: um, and and then there's still some level of rust that you can expect from Brock Purdy. So even he's not like just on it from day one. You know, there's there's a good reason for that too. Right. But the but the people who are pro Trey that kind of want to see Brock fail. And I don't know why there's this weird thing where you have to pick one or the other, you know, um, they'll be like, oh, oh, see, Trey's great. Brock sucks. Got to be Trey. Right. There's gonna be that. And then if it's the other way.
1: we we'll have been dealing with that for how long we, now we're,
0: we're seeing it with the reports, right? The way some people report it versus the way some other people report it. But <laughs> what see in camp, that's why I like to go to my guys. I let, you know, Hey, your men's a great one. Um, you know, my guy, Matt Barrow's like, I, I I know who I can trust from, from reports to, to tell it straight.
1: It's going to kill me to have to go through this for another few days before we're out there on Sunday.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, after Sunday, we will be telling it straight as well, right here on locked on 49ers stick here. uh, We will break down everything all preseason, regular season and postseason long. Thanks everybody for making this your first listen. Croc and I back tomorrow right here. Locked on 49ers.
1: Subscribe to this video.